This is Richard Cloutier Reports on 680 CJOB. Dave Thorne is Deputy Chief of the Winnipeg Police Service for a few more weeks, and uh, he's among the participants at the um, Chiefs Conference here in Winnipeg. Um, How often do you folks gather? Dave, thanks for joining us. How often do you folks gather? Because I know you talk on an ongoing basis about best practices. Yeah, we do. Um, First of all, thank you, Richard, and good morning. Uh, The Canadian Association of Chiefs of Police uh, meet as a group once a year uh, at an AGM in August. Uh, They obviously moved the uh, location of those meetings uh, around. Uh, And then there's a number of committees. For example, I sit on the uh, the, uh, CACP uh, Research Foundation board, and it looks at um, policing to be more evidence-based using research and best practice. Uh, to make better decisions about not just deployment, but also about uh, future-based programs and initiatives uh, where we can work collaboratively with our partners to deal with some long-standing social and uh, uh, criminal justice problems. This particular um, committee that, that we're talking about uh, for this conference uh, these next few days is the uh, Policing with First Nations, Métis, and Inuit Peoples Committee. And there's... The CACP usually holds about two of these uh, larger conferences a year. Last year was on uh, mental health, for example. Earlier in February, uh, the research foundation board that I talked about, we had one in Montreal where we talked about uh, collaborating in partnership. So we're really looking forward. I think this is a real opportunity, especially uh, for Winnipeg locally, to host this conference. Part of this is getting buy-in from local communities and working with them. I know strides have been made in the last several years here in Winnipeg, uh, but how do you convince people that the buy-in will actually work? Is there a correlation between getting that community involvement and a reduction in crime? Well, I, I, I think it's absolutely paramount, and, and I, think, I think we have to just stop you know, putting our focus mainly on, on crime. I, I think what we're talking about, whether it's on a national uh, level or at a, even a local level, because we are doing some significant work here locally, it's also about health, uh, not just safety, but it's also about the health and wellness uh, of, of people. Um, so, for example, we've been doing some work with uh, public intoxication, and it's been a longstanding uh, issue in our community, not only in Winnipeg, but in the province of Manitoba. And it's the reason why we're doing this work is for the health and well-being of the people who most frequently are uh, find themselves having to be detained under a, a provincial act called the Intoxicated Person Detention Act. But their needs are complex and they're extremely difficult to address. And no one agency can address them well enough in a sustainable way on their own. And that's why the collaborative effort, uh, the, the collective impact model, if you will, is so important. And, and that's one of the themes that, that is going to be discussed. Uh, over the next uh, uh, three days here in Winnipeg with the with the conference participants. I'm not sure I understand ultimately what you're saying here. I, you know, public intoxication here is still an issue in Winnipeg, and I know that uh, we've made some strides towards trying to to deal with it, but there are still way too many people ending up at uh, at Martha Street in this city. Well, and it, you're you're absolutely right. There's there are there are way too many people ending up at the Main Street project. But I think I think the if if we don't take this uh, shared approach, and that's to take to take what we do Main Street and take it take it upstream. So if we talk about crime prevention, crime reduction, that also applies to other fields, whether it's uh, uh, health, uh, 
justice or education. So what we want to be able to do is to uh, identify uh, people in, in our community that are frequent users of all the different systems. So let's just use public intoxication because that's the one that I threw out at, at the start. So as opposed to saying that we're going to deal with this by uh, reacting and responding to and uh, building a bigger facility and more, more uh, spaces where we can take people who are ill that, uh, that uh, because of an addiction put themselves in a vulnerable, unhealthy situation, why don't we, as, as this vast network of service providers, sit down and align better, share information better, share resources better, and turn down the tap, so reduce the flow. What can we do to reduce the flow or the needs of uh, people in our community that need this type? So let's stabilize, let's identify them, let's stabilize them, let's get them connected in a meaningful, sustainable way to the healthcare system. Keep in mind, this is a health issue. This is not a police, this is not a crime, or this is not a law enforcement issue. We get, we get tasked with dealing with it because of the inefficiencies in the systems that are there. But this is clearly a health problem that needs a health solution, not a law enforcement solution. Let me give you an example. Um, in turning off the tap, uh, downtown, now Center Venture owns the facility, but the St. Regis Hotel, that back alley was one of your highest, if not highest, areas to respond to because of the public intoxication going on in that alley. Is that not w- one way to deal with some of the, the chronic issues is turn the tap off, literally? Well, if, if I'm understanding what, what you're asking right now, and, and I'll be very clear up front, is that one of the, uh, one of the outcomes of, of public intoxication is uh, uh, crime, uh, antisocial behavior, uh, disorder, nuisance. And, and the police will always, that is still our core service. That's still what we need to do. We need to... Uh, respond uh, when the public feels unsafe or when there is uh, the reality of of crime or that type of behavior happening, we do need to respond to it. But I can also tell you, and we've talked before, about 75 to 80% of what the police do is non-crime related. It's dealing with that type of activity. And if we always just, if we keep on dealing uh, with the symptoms and we don't uh, identify and deal with the causes of the problems in a meaningful way, this this will continue to be this will continue to be Groundhog Day where there's this circle this cycle that we'll never get out of and and that's that I know we're drifting away from the conference here and I don't want to make this specifically about you know what we're doing here in Winnipeg I want to talk more about a national level about what we can do but if if we continue to if if we try to fix the problem with the same level of thinking that created the problem, then we'll never solve the problem. I think oh, and I agree to- with you. And there are some good examples here in Winnipeg that you can share with your colleagues across the country in being able to solve some of these problems. Absolutely. And, you know, that's, that's the one thing about uh, when we talk about collaboration and information sharing and, and uh, whether it be data or best practices is that, we don't, what we don't want to do is take cookie-cutter approaches to fixing because every community is, is, is unique. Every, every problem is created by its own unique set of circumstances, and every solution uh, requires its own unique set of possibilities and conversations and stakeholders involved. But what, what, what might work in Kelowna or what might work in, uh, in Ottawa, we may not want to or it may not be appropriate to copy exactly what they're doing, but I can tell you. Uh, there's been a ton of research done out there, and there's a lot of great breath, uh, best practices 
uh, happening out there. And there's absolutely no reason why Winnipeg shouldn't learn about that and uh, adopt or adapt some of those, but make our own model, make our own model of healthcare policing as one. Dave Thorne joining us from the Winnipeg Police Service. He's involved in a big conference talking about some of the key issues with his colleagues from the Canadian Association of Chiefs of Police. Richard Cloutier reports on 680 CJOB.